0: Chapter 5 Hannah was mesmerised. She never knew the sea could be so blue in England. Sure, she'd seen pictures of the sun-soaked foreign shores with vibrant turquoise seas and had even splashed about in the brilliant blue Mediterranean water on holiday, but to see it all glistening in the English sunshine took her by surprise. It was so clear and inviting. The sun was so bright and danced as it fell on the gentle waves for as far as the eye could see. The gentle breeze was also warm, bringing the smells of the seaside to Hannah as she sat on the seawall, her legs dangling freely over the edge. She closed her eyes, feeling the rhythm of the sea as it gently drew itself back and forth over the shingle beach. She was always busy thinking of things, sometimes worrying about herself or her mum and dad, Sometimes her mind flitted from one thing to the next randomly. In this moment however she felt very calm. A stillness descended and her mind was as clear as the blue sky above. Only the occasional thought cloud floated by. It felt good. The new house was still pretty upside down as one of the bedrooms needed redecorating and there was so much stuff to sort. In fact they had all started to feel a little boxed-in and the stress of the move had resulted in an argument. As the shouting and door slamming commenced, Hannah thought it best to leave. She slipped out quietly and found her way over the little canal bridge and up the slope which led to the sea. As soon as she left the house, she felt somehow different. She looked at all the beautiful trees filled with busy birds. She watched as they displayed amazing agility in flight, weaving through the trees with unbelievable speed. Some were bright with yellow or blue flashes of colour. One bird she knew was the robin, with its red breast, although she hadn't seen one that day. As Hannah walked, she heard the most beautiful song coming from high above her. She peered through the branches and spotted a plain blackbird singing his heart out. As she looked, he turned his head sideways and stopped singing momentarily, regarding her with his beady eye. He flew down a little closer and began his song again. She stood still, not wanting to scare him off. He kept looking at her, and she felt as if the little bird may actually have been singing to her. Suddenly, the spell was broken as two magpies came crashing into a neighbouring tree, squawking loudly, as they chased each other, and in an instant, Mr Blackbird was gone. As Hannah crossed over the canal, she peered between the railings to view the canal below. This was the first time she saw the fish. Not just a couple, but hundreds. They were quite small, but there were lots of them, and they seemed to like it under the bridge, the iron structure providing some dappled shade on the water below. Hannah wondered how deep it was, as she could not see the bottom. She watched as the fish swam lazily around, seemingly without a care in the world. ''I wonder if they ever have arguments or fall out with their friends,'' mused Hannah. She chuckled as she remembered a joke her friend Jasmine told her. ''Why are fish so clever?'' ''Because they're always in schools.'' She walked on to take her seat on the sea wall, laughing about funny things she and her friends had done back in London. So there she was, listening to the sea when a sharp bark startled her. She turned quickly to see a dog making a beeline for her, tongue flailing and eyes wide. Luckily, he was on a lead and was instantly checked by his owner, who reined him in. Hannah realised as she craned her neck upwards the dog's owner was none other than their new next-door neighbour, Pete. From this angle, he looked like a giant, and Hannah was a bit startled. Your mum and dad were getting a bit anxious as to where you would got to. I told him I'd see if I could find you while walking Barney here, explained Pete, pointing to his dog. Oh, said Hannah, looking to the floor. I'd better get home. Hannah was not normally shy, but what with the dog and the giant, she suddenly didn't feel so brave. Barney licked his lips. He's obviously been off the lead already and worked up a sweat running along the riverbank. He wagged his tail and dipped his head hoping Hannah would stroke him. It's okay, you can stroke him if you want to, said Pete. He's very friendly. Hannah hesitated, but he did look friendly, so she patted him gently on his head. His fur was very soft and he had splashes of white in his brown coat. A quick pat wasn't really enough for Barney and he nuzzled into Hannah for more, looking excitedly at her and licking her hands. Okay Barney, that'll do said Pete, guiding Barney away. Hannah doesn't like you that much, he laughed. We can walk back together if you like, suggested Pete. Hannah nodded, and together they headed back over the road and into the tranquility of the canal side. Pete took Barney's lead off, and he went crazy, running, jumping, frolicking over the grass. Springer Spaniels can be a bit mad, laughed Pete, Barney just looked so full of joy and energy bounding around the place. At points, nose to the ground, on the hunt for the source of ascent, then off again, leaping without a care. At one point, he forgot himself and went careering towards the canal. No! shouted Pete. Barney looked back, but it was too late. He lost his footing and went tumbling into the canal with a loud splash. Hannah burst out laughing as Pete ran over to meet Barney at the bank. He's a rascal, said Pete, who wasn't really cross. Any chance he gets to get in water, he always tries to make it look like an accident too, he smiled. With his lead back on, a wet and smelly Barney led his owner and newfound friend back home. Thanks so much, Pete. That's really kind of you to have found her, said Wendy. Well, it was Barney that sniffed her out, to be honest, joked Pete. Although I suppose she wasn't really lost, exactly. Well, it's nice to know that someone will look out for us around here. It's a strange feeling moving from London after being there so long. We left quite a few friends behind when we moved. Oh well, you won't be short of visitors, I'm sure. People always want to come to the seaside, even if they're not so fussed about visiting you, said Pete with a wry smile. Just then, there was a loud thud from upstairs. Damn blooming thing, said an angry voice from above. What have you done, love? shouted Wendy. There was some scuffing about before the reply came. I've only gone and knocked the damn paint pot over. It's gone bloody everywhere. I would better go and sort him out, said Wendy, rolling her eyes. Pete waved goodbye, and Hannah walked back to the front gate with him and Barney. Goodbye, Barney. It was very nice to meet you, said Hannah, and laughed as Barney held his paw aloft for her to shake it. Nice to meet you too, Barney's eyes seemed to say. Hannah gave Barney one last stroke before Pete and Barney strolled home. Back indoors, Hannah noticed her baby brother had woken up in his pram. His eyes were darting around until Hannah peered in at him. Then he fixed his dark brown eyes on his sister's face. "'So much can be said without words,' thought Hannah, as she felt the loving gaze of her brother. "'He smiled, then began to blow bubbles. "'From upstairs came a hoot of laughter, and then another. "'Ha <laughs> ha! Stop it!' laughed Wendy. "'I'm gonna get you!' shouted David. "'Hannah edged upstairs and peeped into the bedroom. "'Her dad was chasing her mum around the room with a paintbrush loaded with paint.' Wendy already had a streak of cream paint on her face and her arm too was covered with gloopy emulsion. The two of them circled each other. Then, quick as a flash, David jumped across the room and poured the remaining paint out of the pot over Wendy's head. Hannah began to giggle and David swung around to face her. Ha! Another victim, said David, picking up another paintbrush before bounding towards the stairs. Hannah shrieked and quickly retreated. She ran down to Alfie and put his pram between her and the paint monster. Now I've got you, menaced her dad. Hannah shrieked again, excitedly, but instead of grabbing her, David turned the brush on himself, putting a thick line of paint down the middle of his face. The house was filled with laughter, and the brilliant light of the sun lit up the lounge, as it shone through the window. As Hannah lay in the bath that evening, she chuckled to herself about the events of the day. It had been a great day and she loved it when there was fun in the house and her mum and dad laughed. Things had been so stressful lately. Hannah had hope that things were changing for the better.